This episode of Not All Podcasts Were Capes is sponsored by Shadow Boxes by James. Combining the love of arts and crafts with comic books and collecting, Shadow Boxes by James is the perfect gift for every fanboy and fangirl in your life. Visit shadowboxesbyjames.com and use the promo code NOTALLPODS, that's all one word, for 15% off your purchase today. And now for the podcast that also forgave Taika Waititi for being in that Jeremy Renner video. This is Not All Podcasts Wear Capes. Wait, he's in that video? Speak for yourself, bro. We watched it yeah, together. He was in the video, like, dressed as... He was like a hot dog. I know. I don't, yeah, he was I, like I, a I rabbit. Blocked it yeah. out, I blocked it out of my mind. I don't really remember. Yeah, speak for yourself. I will never... The song was bad. The video was bad. So bad. The company was bad. What? No. <laughs> I'm, I kid, I kid. We'll, we'll have to send it to you again at the end so you can watch it, just so we can have you remember that wonderful song. A song by, by master master musician Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I mean, it, it. But see, like the song, you know, there was high production value. But I don't see that song as being any different than any other mediocre song that you that you hear on the radio. It was a mediocre song. <laughs> right. You, you right, know what? It was right. so it mediocre. Was medi- it just. It was so mediocre. I would never. The hear reason it on the radio. for the badness was. The, the the reason for the badness of it is Jeremy Renner wanted you know expressing himself in well, that way. Speaking you of badness, I mean? that's that's that's. We're here to talk about Thor: Love and Thunder. <laughs> I, I, and and what, let's go right off the bat. You know, C plus C plus. I would give it. Um, I think it was mediocre. But I, I'm a little bit shocked at some of like, like it. It wasn't awful. It was entertaining. It was well produced. There was major problems with this it. This should have been but a I slam mean, dunk. This should have been a slam dunk. They had it all set up. They had Tyka coming back. They had Hemsworth in the lead. They had Hemsworth producing. This was Hemsworth's first production as in the MCU. He's never been credited as a producer before on any Thor movie, on any other movie in the MCU until this one. And it shows, because he threw all his freaking kids in here. <laughs> he got all of his kids in this movie. Um, it should Taika was... Which doesn't make it Taika, bad. No, not at all. But Taika was writing it this time. He didn't write on Ragnarok. The go- the Godfather had so many relatives of the kid, the children. Of Francis of Ford the Coppola. people making the movie. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. Well, they're a dynasty at this point, you know, so obviously, like I said, but this should have been a slam dunk. You had Christian Bale as the villain. You had Natalie Portman back. Like all of this should have been a slam dunk. And I was just kind of like, so it's bad because it wasn't an A plus. No, I mean, it doesn't have to be an A plus, but it's kind of like you, you, you kind of think like it should have been in the bag. It should have been in the bag. It should have been. It should have been as good, if not better, than Ragnarok. I think we're all in agreement. We all enjoy Ragnarok, right? Yeah, I think it was yeah. great. Speed. R- Ragnarok's yeah. good. Yeah. Ragnarok's I, good. Yeah. I, I, no, I, I really, really <laughs> at like least, Ragnarok. At least a B, a B plus, a mi- a B plus. Do you think? Do you think this? this a minus. Ragnarok's like a B plus. Yeah, I'd give it that. 
but I don't think this is better than Ragnarok. I, you know, I'm really careful with my A's and A pluses. You know what I mean? I don't think this is better than Ragnarok. I think it's better than a Dark World. I I, I honestly like the first Thor more than this. No. Okay, let me put just my thesis out there. So, like, let's just put out like an like an elevator pitch of what we thought. All right. So the listeners can don't have to guess. You know what I mean? Because we're just going to be shooting back and forth the entire time. My contention is, it's a mediocre film. It was entertaining, but it was mediocre, and I think that it was they leaned in too much to the silliness and it was all over the place but i was entertained there were parts where i laughed i don't think it ruined my childhood i don't <laughs> think it's like this terrible terrible film i think it's you're right it should have been a hell of a lot better but i was entertained um and i don't mind that i went to the th movie theater to see it you know what I mean? To go in there and see that I, I enjoyed myself. What about you, Spade? I mean, I, I liked it. I didn't love it. When I was watching this movie, I'm like, this is fun. It's entertaining. It's it's not bad. Um, I don't think it's better than Ragnarok. I don't think it's better than the original Thor. I'd say it's on par with... Not on par. It's, it's better than The Dark World, too. But afterwards, when we started talking about it, I'm like, this should have been so much better. And what what I kind of landed on is I think Gore is the wrong villain for Taika Waititi. Gore should have been... Now, he, he nailed it with Hela, right? Yeah. But there was comedy in there, and they, they undercut a lot of... Like you said, Ariane, he, he undercuts like all the serious stuff with a joke almost. And it was there in Ragnarok, but it was worse than this because Gore needed to be Hela times a thousand. Here's the thing, though. With with Hela, Hela actually killed a lot of people on screen in Ragnarok. Like, she felt like a threat. Th that was going to be my next one. Warriors I, I 3. She just slaughtered Roy Warriors 3 right. in front of our faces. And this movie turned it into a joke going, well, who are these guys? She's like, oh, yeah, he slaughtered that one right. and that one and that one. Because it's just like, they're not here anymore. You know, I would have expected when Thor saw Sif again... We haven't seen Sif. He hasn't seen Sif in God knows how long. And all of Asgard exploded. There's only a handful of its guardians left. You'd think he'd be more excited and shocked to see his friend after the Warriors 3 were, were killed. He has one other one left. And you'd think he'd be more excited to see her. And then he goes and he makes a joke. It's just like, oh, you lost your arm. I guess your arm's in Valhalla. Like, <laughs> I thought you, you would expect him to have like a... a you know, more of a genuine connection at that point after seeing his a reaction oh, to to seeing yeah, her. Yeah, and it's just like, come on, man! Like, let's let like let's have a moment. It's his ex girlfriend. It's his ex girlfriend. He has two ex girlfriends in this movie, and it's just kind of like every reaction to them is treated like as like it's a it's a it's a it's a joke. A joke? Yeah, and it's just like, and I I love New Zealand style humor. I love Flight of the Concords. I love what we do in the shadows. I love Jermaine Clement and the work he does with Taika. Like, I'm a real easy mark for that style of humor, but I feel it didn't, like, I, I don't think I laughed at a single joke in this movie. The one joke that I think that made me laugh a little bit was, like, towards, towards, like, towards the end where Thor smashes the, um, the vending machine. 
and Jane's like, what happened? She's like, oh, some moron made a fridge without a door. Like, that kind of, like, made me laugh a little, but a lot of the jokes felt like it was, like, you could throw in a laugh track in there. Like, that's that's what a lot of the jokes felt like to me. Like, it felt like sitcom writing level jokes. Like, it, if you threw in a laugh track from, like, the Big Bang Theory, it would it would be the same thing. I thought the silliness, I, I knew, I knew what it was coming because when in that first scene, when he did the Van Damme split between the yeah. two, uh, sp- is that like what that is? Spe- I've never seen a type thing. I've never seen a John Claude. Van Damme yeah, that's a John Claude Van Damme move. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous, right? And I was like, oh, it's gonna be that kind of movie, <laughs> right? And that was my mo. That was my moment. You know what I mean? So when I saw that, yeah. I got it. And I think, Anthony, you're hitting the nail on the head. Gore the God Butcher. Didn't butcher any gods. He butchered one god. Didn't butcher any gods. Was the god in the beginning played by Taika? No. That was one of the guys from What We Do in the Shadows, the movie. The the one we don't know. The The three vampires in the the movie. The guy who we don't know the name of. That's him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um... So sorry, we should be. I should pause for a look up, but I'm not gonna. Um, it's the third guy. We <laughs> We're gonna keep it going. He didn't, he, he didn't even get a. That dude didn't even get a pause for a look up. <laughs> you know, it, it's right because gore is a serious kind of thing. Yeah, and he didn't butcher any gods. There was a, there's so many missed opportunities for really good stuff. I mean, you know, and took these very very serious Thor plot lines jane foster has cancer jane foster has cancer jane foster has cancer gore the god butcher i was i was going in i was expecting taika to do this dance this intricate dance between silliness and 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 heart yeah yeah serious and simple and 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 kind of go and like pull at my heartstrings and then go back and forth and have these long, long kind of things and then come out of it. And I, I mean, we're all in agreement. He dropped the ball here. Um, uh, well, the strange thing is, Taika. But is, it was just that it was it, it was it was a tonal. Let me oh, sorry, I, I, sorry, give one, one one last thing. Oh uh, no 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 no! Never apologize. Uh, it was he. There was no tonal core to this. It was haphazard, and. The storyline was haphazard, um, and it was just bouncing between things. Um, and we'll get, we could start talking about it later about the volume. We don't have to talk about that now. But it felt claustrophobic in in a thing that's supposed to feel vast. I mean, it just felt like a really small thing. It was supposed to be vast. Um, it was tonally all over the place, and it did. It was jarring, kind of like the the tonal kind of shifts but i let go and and i I saw it happening i said i'm just gonna enjoy myself i think why taika got the ragnarok job is because his earlier movies his more indie movies are really good at balancing heart and humor like i don't know if you guys saw hunt of the wilder people that's probably my favorite taika movie like i watched that I think last year for the first time and it blew my mind at how good it was and it's a very simple story but it was so good how funny hey anthony ariani shaming us for not of seeing it's no, not no, of no. having seen oh that. i don't know <laughs> I, I didn't even let you guys answer i always mix that movie up with um where the wild things are oh 
and I know I know they probably have nothing to do with each other, but it's just but it's just the title. Childhood classic where the wild so things I'm, are. Well, Spike Jones directed. So I may have seen it. I may not Spike, have seen it. Spike Jones directed where the wild things are. That came out many years before Hunt of the Wilder People. But there's another movie Taika has that's called Boy. That's also really good, really heartfelt, really sweet. Um, so I think that's part why he got the job because he's good at that balancing act. But this movie felt like, okay, Marvel gave him carte blanche to do what he wanted because Ragnarok was so huge. And he has a good working relationship with Disney. He's had a good, you know, past couple of years. He's pretty much a, a A-list director at this point. So they, they're like, fuck it, do what you want. Write the movie, direct it how you want. You guys made a ton of money. Everybody loves what you and Chris are doing together. Great. But it felt like there was there was no one to rein that in and say, hey, Taika, you know, maybe you should, like, lay off on the jokes on the scene a little bit, you know? Like, let them have a heart-to-heart. Like, I always think back on that scene. I think it's in... I think it's in Endgame or Infinity War where Thor and Rocket are having, like, that talk in, like, the ship when they're going to... to, um infinity yeah, war yeah, about yeah. how uh, he lost everybody yeah and it's just like wow what like like what a strangely like quiet moment in like this chaotic kind of franchise but like thor has this moment where he's talking to a space raccoon about how much he's lost mm-hmm. and how much he's loved and how sad he is and how like he has nothing to lose at this point and it feels like Okay, we're in this movie now. We're in Love and Thunder, and their pitch is like, what if Thor is going through a midlife crisis? And it's like, how many midlife crises does Thor need? Because he had one in Infinity War. He had one in Endgame. He had one in Ragnarok. You know, like, <laughs> like okay, we get... Well, he lives for thousands of years. I mean, it's fair enough to have, like... But like... I guess to Ariani's point, they're all within, they're all within 15 all within, minutes like, of each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know... It seems strange for him to keep going. I mean, that's a good point. What you made about like that that scene with him and Rocket, that you can have a silly character like Rocket Raccoon, but you can make it. No, and and Thor is very funny. You can make it matter. Right, right, right. right. He keeps calling Rocket a rabbit. Like, (laughs) (laughs) right. But Thor, it's like. The, the, you know, in the, when he first showed up, he was like a Shakespearean, like, I mean, Tony Stark makes the joke, Shakespeare in the park. And that's basically like what he is, right? And then they they right. morph into into becoming more human because he's been spending more time on Earth, right, with Jane and Dark World and all that stuff. And then in Ragnarok, he's just like a jokester, right? But then you go back to Infinity War and he's dealing with Thanos and everything is serious and that's one of the better interpretations of the character, I think, because that balances, like you said, the scene with Rocket. But then you also get the, the stuff with Captain America where he's talking about, oh, you copied my beard and right. he's joking. You know what I mean? But then you also get the bring me Thanos stuff, right? Which is like awesome. Right. And then Endgame, you, you kind of like you, you understand where he is in Endgame. In this, he was kind of like a buffoon. They homerized him. I think I, 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 I described it as like they made him into like a like a Homer Simpson type of oaf where he was just kind of like like dumb, <laughs> but not even dumb in like a himbo way, just just like straight dumb. Like I, I didn't feel like anything he doing was strategic or it's just like we need to do this, we need to do that. 
we need to, you know, it just felt like, what are we doing here, guys? It was almost like react. everything he did was kind of like reactionary. He was a passive character. Right, right, right. Yeah, like, you know, in uh, in the scene with, with Zeus, right? Zeus kills uh, Korg. The first thing he does is throw the lightning bolt right back at him and kills him. You know what I mean? Like, he's in the, uh, the town in the beginning. Gore shows up, and then he goes, and he's fighting. Like, it wasn't like, let's seek out. I, I don't know. It wasn't like an adventure, I guess, kind of. Am I saying that yeah. right? It wasn't very, yeah, no, it like, wasn't an adventure. It was just like, he was kind of just reacting to things happening to him instead of him, like, be, taking the initiative. Right. I, I don't know. I don't remember if I told you guys in the text chat earlier. You know, you know, we had, like, a few montages in this movie um, that were funny, I guess, where Korg is, like, narrating over, like, these I like drops. those. I like those. Right. But you know what I kind of wish? We could have sacrificed maybe one of those montages because, like, you saw in the beginning with the Guardians, like, Thor is just like, oh, or, like, Peter's like, we get, we're getting a thousand distress calls from throughout the galaxy and it's all from these gods that are, like, gore, gore slaughtering these gods. I wish we had gotten a montage where it could have, like, been Thor's off on adventures with the Guardian, so he's not really cognizant of what's going on anywhere else. And meanwhile, we're, we have Gore slaughtering gods all over the place. That way we could have seen him actually doing something, but then we also see what Thor is getting up to at the same time. Because, like, we, don't, we really don't see him... We, we don't see Gore do anything. We kind of show up after everything's over and done with. We see that giant panel that they recreated from the comics. But we already saw that in the trailer. Right. So it's just like... The best stuff with Gore is the first f- 10 minutes? Yeah, the prologue. Right, right, the we, right, 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 right. Right. And I, I like that change because in, in the comics, it's his mother and his family and he doesn't have any kids and that's who dies and he's just like i prayed to the gods and was he a little me. kid you said he was yeah he was he was the kid so when the movie started i was like oh they're gonna show him as a kid and he's gonna be obviously you could you could tell from the shadows it looked like a male so i'm like oh it's probably gonna be his father and they're gonna they're gonna gender swap from the comic books and he'll be a little kid but then when they get in the door i'm like okay that's an interesting twist let's see what they do with it and that stuff, you know, that that was heartbreaking right there. You know what I yeah, mean? You course. could definitely empathize with him from the beginning. But let the bad guys just be bad guys. Like, I didn't want him to be redeemed. I didn't I didn't love that at the end. Like, he, he kills the god in the beginning, right? The, the, the sun god, whatever. He scares everybody else. So you know he's a threat right off the bat, right? I didn't mind that they didn't show him kill that giant uh, monster, right? Because let Thor discover that something bad's going right. on here, right? And then you see Sif... That, that stuff's all fine. But when he goes to Olympus and asks for help, and Zeus is like, nah, we're not going to help you. What, you know, that accent that he was doing. If all your livelihood is at yeah, stake. Yeah, Russell Crowe was uniquely bad. It, it was like playing, playing it as a joke, but then let's play it ten times more of a joke. In the exact same way that they did in that opening buffoon play within the play don't get me right. started right. on that <laughs> right so it's like you know you have that kind of buffoonery and there's really not you, you, I don't really see a clear division between that kind of storytelling with a Matt Damon part and this kind of storytelling with Russell Crowe it's all the same tone I thought they were going to have him be more Maximus right the only two parts that I liked with Russell Crowe 
is when he was talking to Thor and he was whispering like, I know what's going on. Don't cause chaos. I, I get that, right? You don't want everybody to right. panic, whatever. But at the same time, you need to be watching your ass here. You know what I mean? And the fact that when Thor leaves or whatever, Gore doesn't show up. Like, I really thought 90% of those people were bought into this movie in that scene to be killed off by Gore. And nothing happened. And it was super, like, Thor, quote unquote, killed the, the main guy. The main god. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? But then the other time where I thought Russell Crowe was good was in the post credit scene. But I, I know we don't want to talk about that yet. We'll 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 get yeah. there. But I thought his his delivery and his acting there and I'm like, okay, he's clearly talking to somebody. Who's he talking to? And that I thought was really good. Everything else I'm just kinda like, Alright, what well, we're here. Yeah, they they set up that whole I guess it's called omnipotent city, the God City. Um just for them right, to go, right. they they went there to get a weapon, and it's just like, did they really need the weapon? Like, did they really need it? Like, I just I can't really be sure. Like, it just I don't I don't see in the thing. It was just I didn't know who was wielding it at the end. Was it? It wasn't. Was it? Was it Valkyrie? I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I don't... no, it was Thor at the end. Oh, was it? Oh, oh, it was Thor oh, at yeah, the yeah, end. Yeah. Right. At, at the end, remember because Valkyrie, remember because Valkyrie got fake killed, um, and then she was in a hospital. So she wasn't throwing around the, the lightning bolt. So many people got fake killed in this movie. It was like, oh, we really killed everybody last movie. We probably shouldn't really kill everybody this movie because when Thor 5 rolls around, we're going to need to have some characters around. That's what it felt like. I'll do my, if I was directing you this You were in charge. Kind of thing. I, I would have given it a little bit more gravitas right off the bat. Yes, we can have some silly scenes, but... The God of Dumplings? Come on, that's a st- that's a step too far into anime. That that's a, a a Pixar reference. That felt like a Lego Movie joke. Right. There's a movie called Bow. Bow. There's a movie called Bow. That's what that is. Yeah, that's a Disney thing. But you know what could have been funny? You know what they could have done? They could have had Gore show up, wreck shop, kill a bunch of people. Instead, you have you can have him chop that bow in half, and then have one of his shadow monsters eat it. Like, that's devastating, but it's also funny. Like, you know, like, like you can do both of those things at the same time. I think the, the dumpling thing was too far. It was stupid. It was like a Lego yeah, movie I, joke, I, but if you're going to throw that in there, at least, like, do something with it. There's a core thread in this movie that could have been, like, really, really, really important. And, you know, about, you know, gods and our own agency in our own lives and do we do things for ourselves and and we just came out of moon night where we're supposed to take god seriously right we came out of the eternals where we're trying to wrap our minds what do we really mean by gods in the marvel universe in the first two thor movies they're always like listen we're not gods we're just you know these dudes from asgard we're as guardians from another dimension you guys think we're gods and that's fine uh, because we seem like gods to you, but we're as guardians. And then, you know, when Taika came in, it was like, yes, we're gods, right? And then it undercuts, like, it undercuts, like, the scene in Black Panther when he's in the, the ancestral realm, yeah. is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. Black Panther, where we're supposed to, you know, feel these these kind of things. It's just kind of like, almost like, 
the afterlife is like what's that show with what's her name that they go they go like, uh, the good the, the good, good place the good place yeah. right in the end i think it's a missed opportunity to interrelate this with the eternals because they've showed two eternals references yeah they were looking um, in waiting to with see the where the orgy was right <laughs> right this you know how do, how do, how do, how do the how do the celestials participate in that orgy is what i'd like to know but okay. like you have the, the, you know you have it's it's their second podcast in a row that we're bringing up orgies um now uh you have the celestials like looking in from out of the window and i'm like they're just the, the celestials can't just be window dressing like you are in the in the lego movie right at you ha the, the, those things are supposed to be profound and important and it kind of like undercut the stakes of all these other you know marvel movies coming because this is canon but it, it was like we got this giant window we got to put something in it yeah right yeah yeah, it, it's like this is canon. Was that one celestial meant to be Galactus? It kind of had like the headdress. I don't know. You don't know? I'm show, they were show I couldn't know. Show, you have to show me but, a picture. No, but but it was like all black. Like you couldn't tell what it was. It it just looked like it was back in in the shadow kind of thing, and it had like the the horns coming up like from his helmet. Oh, I think I remember. Hold on, let me look it up. I mean, I'm sure if you look up like celestials or whatever there's probably like a whole bunch of different pictures of them but to me that's who i thought it it, it could have been i mean ariani you had the, like the best idea of what this movie should have been and honestly i thought that's what they were going to do before and i don't want to take your credit but you you mentioned that as guardians of the galaxy which is a comic book and this should have been as Guardians of the Galaxy, there should not be Guardians three. There should not have been Thor four. It sh or yeah, Thor four. It should have been a merged franchise, yeah. as you said. It could have been a uh, team up. With, they could have told the story there. It could have right. been a team up with Taika and James Gunn. Maybe they were thinking that until they made good with James Gunn again. They made they made good with James Gunn again. Because this was in development at that time, you know what I mean? Oh, maybe, no, I know. maybe. But I was also thinking maybe the pandemic too. But you know, I was gonna say like going back to the gods business. I think this movie kind of doesn't really know what to do or what to make of the gods because like Gore's whole thing is like that the gods don't care about little people, and so you understand like, right. and then you have these gods talking about we're gonna have an orgy and who has had the most human sacrifices, like human sacrifices. Like this is something that like, yeah, no wonder Gore is mad at you guys. You guys don't really care about like taking care of the people that you're supposed to be gods of. They're just worried about like their own whatever. So I kind of like, I remember that line. I, I don't remember if it was Valkyrie or somebody who's just like, oh, you're slaughtering innocent gods. And it's just like, what is an innocent god? What is that? Like, is, is a god innocent ever? Right. And Nick Fury, like in a Thor comic book that I haven't read. I'm just like looking at YouTube recaps um, to, to drive, to get Thor really upset. He said, Gore was right. He t Nick Fury told Thor Gore was <laughs> is right. Is it like Killmonger was right, like that meme? You know, and, and 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 this is the kind of thing where it's, yeah, you know what I mean? Human sacrifices? 
who had the most human sacrifices? Yeah, they gave omnipotent like a city should have been laid to waste. No, no right? kidding. Like the Asgardians were like we, you know, as he Thor made a joke about. Oh yeah, we used to eat people. You know, I, you Gor- know that Gor- might Gor- be that. Right. I, pro- I, <laughs> I think that might be actual like in the like. Uh, Scandinavian mythos that that that's like uh, a real thing, you know what I mean in the Scandinavian mythos. But um, uh, but listen, you read anything of the original, like the earliest stories of the Greek gods. That's how bad they're they were. terrible. Like they're... Hercules was a terrible person. He killed his wife right? and his children. He killed his wife and children. <laughs> right, right, right. So, um, but going back, going back, it like it it was. It was too big of a swing, like it wasn't even like a, a like a, a strikeout. It was like a it was like a dribble, and it undercuts everything else that the bar. It really kind of underlines the fact that that other than a couple of really nice parts, Phase Four is 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 like all over the place and doesn't doesn't it doesn't have a kind of like through line, right? Um, they went with the Eternals, and this was like an explanation of gods, and then they just threw it out the window. It's okay. We're gonna go with T doing this movie, right? One T's doing this movie, right? And Gore, and, and oh, by the way, listeners, Gore the God Butcher, his sword comes from the Spider-Man Venom world. Right? Yeah. Is that right, Anthony? Oh. Yeah, he, and he's they a, couldn't like use a it. symbiote. There's a connectivity to Venom. That's yeah. interesting. Right. Which is the, so those monsters that he was summoning are essentially symbiotes. Symbiotes, right? It should have been all symbiotes, right? <laughs> right. They couldn't do it because of the thing. Right, right, right. Right. Yada, yada, yada. So, one, they needed to show Gore kill some gods. That's first act. Every other scene, you should have just gone to Gore. We should have feared Gore, you know, um, not by like telling like a witchy little story scary tale to, to kids. kids. Yeah, you know? right. It should have been a scene with Thor. Then you go to a scene with Gore the God Butcher taking out Quetzalcoatl. Then go back, and then you go and you go find whatever gods are gods in the marvel universe for people from alpha centauri or wherever they are and find those and have him kill them and they're just and and you just say the asgardians are next he went for asgard first oh because he needed the hammer he needed to go see eternity you know and and it should have been they're coming for you they're coming for earth they're coming for you you know what i mean and um and th- and that's that's what I would have done. Anthony is one hundred percent right. Wrong thing for Taika Waititi. Wrong villain. And we were we were having a, 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 a some drinks and some food afterwards, and uh, Anthony was like, "Yeah, it should have been the Wrecking Crew." Was it you who said right. it should have yeah. been the Wrecking Crew? Yeah, yeah. That's who it should. Number one, Gore. It, he's too close to what Hela was doing in the last movie. Right. And you already killed everybody. Sword that so they, came out of nowhere, right? Right. You could, you, so you're right. There's yeah. nobody left that Thor cares about for Gore to kill, right? Like, who, who's left? Valkyrie? That's it? 
right? And I don't. You're not gonna take her out yet. You know what I think this movie should have been? I think they should have pulled the rug out from under the audience, because we're bringing back Jane as Thor, right? I think she should have been the titular Thor, like she's the Thor in Thor: Love and Thunder, and then she would have to save him from being god butchered. Is that bad? Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> because you were very articulate in your pronunciation. I mean, of the pronunciation of your teeth. Titular. <laughs> yeah, if you guys have ever seen, um, what's it called? Um, <laughs> we're, we're 13. <laughs> Anthony and I are 13 yeah. years old. Simpletons. No, I think it's... um. I forget the movie, but it has, like, Beanie Feldstein and Olivia Wilde directed it, and she's, like, talking about, like, the Tempest. She's like, it's the titular role. So I always think about that whenever I use that role, uh, use that um, word. But, no, it should have been yeah, It should have been, been a Jane Foster movie. It should have been a Jane Foster movie, and then if you're going to have Gore the God Butcher, guess what? Gore's going to go after the God of Thunder. It's going to go after the God of Thunder, which is Thor. Jane's not really the god of thunder. She's just borrowing the hammer for a little bit because she's sick. Because he goes after her because of, of, of the magic Uru hammer. Yeah. Because of Mjolnir. And then she has to put a team together. And some th- somewhere in the second act, Chris Hemsworth comes in. So what you guys are describing is basically the, the gore storyline in the comic books. So gore, actually, he's he's killing gods, but he's also taking them and enslaving them. And making them construct a giant bomb that, once it's detonated, will j- instantly kill all the gods, right? So they switch that in the movie, and they replace the bomb with Eternity. He's going to go to Eternity and make the wish to kill all the gods. So it's the same right. purpose, right? But what you're talking about, if he captures Thor, and he has all these other gods captured, and they're doing stuff for him, now you have Jane Foster come in, right? Because in the comics, you have... Thor from our present, you have Thor from the future, who's Thor with a metal arm, basically what I thought they were going to do to Sif is to give her a metal arm, and she was going to play that part, and then you have Thor from the past, which I thought they were going to do with the Jane Foster Thor, and have Thor, Thor, and Valkyrie slash Sif, and that was going to be your team that goes after Gore in the end. That would have been great. I think that would have been, that would have been interesting, but also too, just thinking about like the parallels between the hammer and the necro sword because we see in the beginning in the prologue the necro sword just it kind of chooses um gore it kind of goes up into his hand and says kill the gods kill the gods like it's like he cuts his hand on it right he reaches out and he cuts his hand first right but the sword still kind of like chooses him in a way but it's also like infecting him i think that's a right it, right right because he cut right because he cut his hand right. it ends up going in so the that's cut. A, yeah that's a line that i think it's jane and thor are talking about it, and they say that the th- the sword is like infecting him right meanwhile jane has an infection in her body she is dying of cancer and she's using this hammer to cure herself but the hammer is also killing her so it's just like they could have drawn that parallel right. between the both of them having these magical weapons that are destroying them and they don't really they don't they don't they don't do that they're they're too busy making all these jokes when it's just like you can have this confrontation between the both of them where it's just like we're not so different you and i and that's a cliche but like it's a good cliche in a way like it's interesting it's like like jane is not used to confronting these like supernatural beings but now that she's like in this superhero mode like 
you can have this this confrontation between them where neither one of them wants to let go of this power because you know if she lets go of it she's gonna die and if he lets go of it he can't avenge his daughter like there's serious stuff that you could make happen here and they just literally didn't like why couldn't jane foster just keep the hammer the whole time i don't either but you know i don't get the scene either where thor goes to fight gore at the end and he's he goes with the lightning bolt by itself right and he tells jane don't use the hammer again or you're gonna die why didn't he just take the hammer with him why didn't he then he has two two weapons jane doesn't have to use the hammer and it's just like he's been pining after they do this joke the whole movie where thor is just like oh my hammer i've missed you come to daddy and he's trying to get the hammer to come to him and stormbreaker comes in because i guess the the hammers and the weapons are are have feelings now <laughs> so like they, they're sentient yeah they're yeah. sentient now but it's just like you've wanted this hammer ever since it's been broken You've been pining after it this whole movie. They play it as this entire joke that he wants the hammer again. You have the opportunity to use the hammer again because Stormbreaker's gone. So use Mjolnir again and use the lightning bolt. You have two weapons in your hands. Use them. I feel like that's like um, that's me nitpicking because that's clearly just plot bullshit. But it's just like, why wouldn't you take your own hammer with you? No, you're you're right. Am I am I am I wrong? Like I'm I'm not wrong, right? Like I I was watching the no. movie and I was like, why does why does why does why I did mean, he it, bring it with him it, then? Because not a lot of not a lot of care was taken in 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 the thing, you know. And again, we're in another small dark room in the climax, you know. Um, we're in a small dark room. Um, the fight in. Uh, the fight in uh, in Norway was felt like a small dark room because they were like in a town square. Thor was having a fight in a town square, and like, but there's kids in bed just looking out their windows, barely waking yeah. up. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean? And that has to do with you know the volume. Is is this is this where we talk about the volume? Are we getting to that? <laughs> we I mean we don't have to spend a lot of time. It shows that. You know that that it was it was in the volume, you know, and it felt small. You know, like omnipotent city, which is supposed to feel huge, felt small, right? You see, it, it felt like when they were walking in the beginning and talking, it felt like that scene in um, <clears throat> in I think it was Attack of the Clones, where Yoda was on the floating thing and he was he was talking to mace windu and obi-wan and you know they had to stop because they knew they were coming to the end of the green screen <laughs> and just kind of talking you know what I mean? and, it, and it just felt like uh um that that you know felt very small it felt like all this thing is glittering around us and um then there was like a 20 foot by 20 foot circle where everything took place where thor was just fighting these these you know nameless guys i could i could we could spend three hours talking about all these uncomfortable bits i, I was entertained um i think it was a big missed opportunity to make connectivity with the marvel universe you know what i mean i really was hoping they would do an eternals thing where like they could have brought in star fox and things and like he could have gone to instead of Zeus. He could have gone to Zuras and asked for his help. And he oh, Zuras your refuses, theory didn't come true. You know, no, no, it didn't. Or it didn't. go to Zeus too. It would have been better. 
you know, go go from one to the other. Like, go I ask. I need an army. No, exist. I'm not giving you an army. Did he even ask for the army? Did he even get an he opportunity did ask for to an ask army. for the army? He asked for an army, and Zeus straight up said no. But he's right. Thor. Why did he sneak in? What was the reason why they snuck in? What did they say in some throwaway? I didn't totally get that either. I don't even remember. It's just like and the Thor's never been to Omnipotent City. Everybody else seems to know where he is. Thor, it's Thor. They they want to do the same gag from the last movie with the disguise. That's what it felt like. And there wasn't enough um, uh, Valkyrie, you know. I would have liked. They didn't to give her anything to do. You could have cut her from this movie, and it would have been the same. A struggle to be, you know, to deal with leading, you know, which is essentially refugees. Yeah. You know, in it. You know, and and trying to fit into Earth and and kind of thing. I like the jokes with them making it like a, a like a Disney World, a theme park, right? They took they took for granted the the universe. I I remember years ago, when the when this movie was like starting production or when they were just like talking about it, that we were promised that Valkyrie was going to be looking for her queen, like that was a thing. That they told us was going to happen or that they wanted to happen with Valkyrie and it didn't. I know what you're saying where, where they said Valkyrie was going to find her queen, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that, that, that never happened. They had her kiss a unnamed maiden's hand. And in this movie, she's still like drunk and sad over her unnamed girlfriend. And I thought like, not that I want Valkyrie to die. I, I obviously don't. I think, it, it, I think she's a great character and I love Tessa Thompson. But now that we know Valhalla is a thing... Wouldn't it be something like, you know, we thought she would have died for like a minute, but then she would have seen her, you know, in Valhalla if that was going to be a thing. But also, I, I don't know why they keep having Valkyrie be sad for this person. I, I thought like that was like a plot point that was already closed the door on. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it just comes back around to they made Thor... Like, one of the characters should be a more serious one, too much of a joke, and they didn't know where the line is at anymore. Like, the, right. Ragnarok w was a big swing, and it worked. This time, it, it just didn't. And I was afraid it was just going to be more the same of Ragnarok. And I, I, I'm, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but I, I definitely thought it. With gore, it couldn't be Ragnarok. You, you couldn't do it because then you would, number one, you're going to repeat the same thing again, but it needs to be more of a serious take on the, on the whole thing. And they just kind of went for it when they, like you guys said, should have just reined it back. Because there was a part there where in, in Ragnarok, Thor is playing the straight man to Hulk's uh, craziness. And then they brought Gore in to kind of fill that Hulk role, but I, I just not, not like, you mean Cork? You mean Cork? Cork. I'm sorry, Cork. I, I I say Gorg, Gor and Gorg. I'm like flipping them. Um, Cork. Uh, um, but it feels like they ran with the first joke that they came up with for each one, and that's gonna work in something like what they do in the shadows, or um, or this flag means death. Both things I which I absolutely love where there's a lot of space for improvisation, where there's a lot of space for all these things and kind of work it out. It doesn't work with this kind of storytelling, you know? And um, and it feels like just like, 
the mediocre jokes that they came up with were good. And I laughed. I People complain about the goats. I like the goats. I was happy to see them. I, but, uh, I thought know, the goats were I funny. Always, yeah. I, I liked that. I thought the goats were funny. The goats were funny um, for five minutes. Uh, uh, <laughs> right. But I mean, but they weren't in a lot. They were just like they 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 ran they ran those Um, goats into the ground. It could have the goats could have just gone bah every once in a while. They didn't need to scream every single time. (laughs) But they also should have been badass, like fighting. Yeah, don't they they have like badass names like Tooth Nasher and like Teeth Smasher or something? Which is like it makes it sound like the original like Nordic names that they had. Right. Yeah, but they were fighting on that. on that planet that had no color when they were fighting gore the shadow realm the shadow yeah right in the shadow realm that like that moon looking thing okay so the goats names and i'm gonna butcher their pronunciation was tangrisnir and tang Njoster, or the goats who pull the chariot of the god thor in norse mythology they're attested to in the poetic poetic eddas complete in the 13th century but Ariani's right. It's tooth gnasher and tooth grinder. So that's probably right. like the English translations. Yeah. So. Well, I don't think they're the exact translations, but they sound a little like it, you know. Or or maybe, yeah. It, okay. Yeah. There are a lot of things that we thought would happen and then didn't happen. Like Loki never showed up. We thought there was going to be surprise Tom Hiddleston. Oh. What? Okay. The 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 end the, the end post credit scene with Val, uh, Valhalla. Yeah. That's where Loki should have showed up because our original Loki is dead. And if you have Heimdall and Loki greet Jane Foster when she gets there. Right. But they're not going to do that because it would confuse audiences because they, we see them him on Disney+. Plus. That I understand. But it's also But like... you know what? We just had a movie with three Spider-Mans though, T. Yeah. We just had a movie with three <laughs> Doctor Strange. That's true. Doctor Strange. <laughs> One of which was dead and a zombie. The, the audience yeah. is smarter than than people think, and they'll figure it out. Regardless, people that have seen this movie, they've seen Endgame. They know Loki's dead. They've right. also because seen... He died, he died in battle. He died in right. battle. So right, not in, in Infinity War. Right. Yeah. Right. So technically, he would be there. He would be allowed in Valhalla. But you know what? It's more of them doing more fake-out deaths because nobody died in this movie, really. They They... I thought Korg died, didn't die. I thought Valkyrie died, didn't die. Zeus died, didn't die. <laughs> we thought Chewbacca died, he didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Wrong franchise. Sorry about that. I just watched Rise of Skywalker with my son the other day. You can clearly see two transports are right there, by the way. <laughs> Some kind of way, Emperor, Emperor Palpatine is back. Yeah, Emperor Palpatine. Some kind of way, Gore didn't kill nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I love Taika Waititi. I forgive him. And on a, certain, on a lot of ways, I enjoyed this film. It's a, it's a lot of silliness and spaghetti at a wall filmmaking. Um, and um, Taika, I forgive you. Okay. I'm sure, he, I'm sure okay. he'll listen. He'll make it up to us. <laughs> let, let me ask you this question. Would you, would you like to see him do Thor 5? Yes. You are, Yanni? I don't know. If, if I would only want to see him do it is if somebody reigns in his like worst impulses. I need to know who the villains are. All right. So 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 Ariani, because I you know really I'm stay I stay off I'm staying off uh, 
there's very few places I go online with with this stuff. So what's the general temperature? What is Rotten Tomatoes saying? What's what's everything? I don't know about what Rotten Tomatoes like, says. What's the reaction online? I don't know what Rotten Tomatoes says because I don't generally. I think Rotten Tomatoes is a very flawed system, so I don't listen to it too much. But it does seem really split. Like I see a lot of people who are like. I don't know what, you know, people are talking about. This movie's great. I had a really good time with it. And then other people are basically kind of like on my wavelength where it's just like, this was really terrible. Or at least this was like, this is not what like I was hoping to see. So it's, it's a really, it's, I've seen a, it's, it's a lot of split reactions for this movie more than I saw from Multiverse of Madness. Here's the headline with Rotten Tomatoes. Weekend box office results. Thor brings the thunder. With 143 million opening. All right, it made money, but we didn't. Need, that's yeah. I mean, that, that's right. obvious, but that doesn't. That, that, that Ariani, Ariani, as you say to us, everything, every single time, it's about the money. Yeah, it's about the money. Yeah, Marvel can wipe its with money. Marvel will put up the most bullshit movie ever, and it'll like it's fine. Like they, they, it's like whatever money it makes doesn't mean much to me. But I have seen a lot of you know, critical consensus where it's just like, this movie doesn't have much teeth. The teeth don't gnash, unlike those goats. So, (laughs) but as far as like the audience, the audience is pretty split. I mean, I guess that's kind of it on the movie, except for uh, he's here, he's there, he's every effing where. Roy Ken is here as uh, Hercules. Roy Ken. Oh, shit. It should have been Roy Ken. (laughs) Roy Ken. Now, my audience... did he see Mal- I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look at the Audience, picture online. Okay. I knew about Roy Kent as Hercules for about three weeks before the movie came out. Before even the premiere of the movie happened, I knew about this. And it's not because it said uh, uh, Brett Goldstein cat, uh, is appearing in Thor Love and Thunder in the post credit scene. It was nothing like that. It didn't indicate that he was appearing in the movie. didn't indicate it was a post credits. All it said was that Brett Goldstein cast as Hercules. And all I did, I, I just, I was like, Hercules, when, where, what movie would he appear in? And I was like, oh, sh**, Thor Love and Thunder, because he's the son of Zeus. So I was like, all right, let me keep this under wraps for now. And I'm surprised it didn't get out in more places. Because after I saw it that one time, I never saw anybody talk about it again. And I want to thank Ariani for keeping it under wraps and not telling us. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Spoiling right. it yeah, for us. <laughs> well, you know what? If it, Unlike Star Well, the Fox. thing is, like, I couldn't have shared it anyway because, like, I'd rather share it from, like, you know, I'll share it from, like, the Hollywood Reporter, from, like, the trade magazines. If a trade publication announces something like that, then I know it's official. But because it wasn't from a trade publication, I was like, let me not share this. I, I try to be really specific on, like, the, the kinds of articles I share and where they come from. After you guys chewed me out for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Since that was completely an accident. <laughs> So what's the what's the vibe with Hercules? I want to know. Okay, so Thor five. What's the vibe with Hercules? What's his deal? I'd like to know what what's what's okay. he like in the comics. They have in the comic books for decades have had it's like two frat dudes just trying to prove who's stronger to each other. Oh boy! Exactly what Taika could have ran with in this uh, with movie. the thing. They just. I, one of my favorite Marvel comic books of all time is an issue of Thor, but from the point of view of Hercules. And Hercules and Thor fight it out in New York City. 
and Hercules is just mopping the floor. And he goes, this is what I did and mopped the floor with him. But it's, and from, it's from Thor, his to point show of his view. strength, went down. Right, from Hercules' point of view, it goes, I am the... And so Thor, in Hercules' point of view, says, I am the strongest. Watch me pick up this car, a Volkswagen. And he picks up a Volkswagen Beetle to show his strength. And... It was a really, it was, it was a really, really great comic book. I, but that sounds like a Taika Waititi scene. Yeah. Yeah, what that sounds like described. a Taika Waititi. Yeah. And it would have been, it would have been. Uh, Taika, Taika awesome. could, oh, could, could write something like that. That's just like this dick measuring contest between two guys. Because he had like, um, between you know Thor and Loki, he had that good dynamic between the both of them, where they were both kind of like, giving each other shit from time to time, you know. And they do, like, the get help thing and, and all that stuff. So, like, I can see Tekka going well with that. Who do you think would have been a better villain for this movie? Besides, like, I know you said the Wrecking I, I Crew. I said the, the, the Wrecking Crew, yeah. But, but those would be... I mean, I'm not well-versed in in Thor, though. The Absorbing Man. Uh... What about, is Beta Ray Bill a villain? No, he's, he's a... He's, he's a, a friend? He's a... Honestly, that's who I thought would have been in this movie. That, when they went to Olympus... Oh, I keep saying Olympus. Uh, whatever the name of that city was, they should have had Gore decimate everybody, and Better Ray Bill is there at the end to pick up the pieces and say, "All right, Thor, let's go, let's go get this guy." Yeah, it, it yeah, yeah, Beta Ray Bill should have been there. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, I I go uh, back to Brett um, Goldstein. Uh, I think he needs to buff up a little more to to play Herc. I'm looking He's at the pictures buff, now. The leaked pic. I mean the. You want him to be beefy. He's pretty buff, but you're Hercules. Yeah, he, he, but you're Hercules. You the, know? The, the problem is The Rock is who should be playing him. You know what I mean? Somebody like... <sighs> or Jason Momoa. No, I don't mean specifically him. I mean body type. You mean like the body type, but also but also the attitude. The, the Rock has played Hercules. Yeah, that's true. The Rock did But the play attitude, Hercules, he captures it perfect. <laughs> the attitude, he captures it perfect. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, but no, he he he's he'll he'll be great. He'll be great. And and I hope they do it. I hope it's not just a goof joke, to put it there. You know what I mean? I hope he does come and and do that. People people want that to happen. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Brett needs to get to the gym. He should be in the gym as we're recording this. You know. Um, but they could do things in 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 post. You know, yeah, can do I'm not. Things. I'm not worried from a, a post-credit scene versus three years from now when we see. I mean, unless he shows up earlier, right? Which definitely could happen. But is the attitude just basically Roy Kent, but just like cockier? Is it like Roy Kent and Jamie put together? Yeah, 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 totally. And and you know what? It it could be just a real simple movie. You know what is a uh, Mr. Sunday movies always say? They punch it up a bit and then they makes. You know. So. Right. Yeah, that's basically. You know what's a nice thing? I'll it, say that's a nice thing. Be, I'll say a nice thing about this movie. I like that this movie is a self-contained story. Like it didn't have, it didn't feed into multiverse nonsense. It didn't feed into, you know, all this other stuff that was coming. It was just, it was quite literally a sequel to Thor Ragnarok, bringing in Jane Foster again. It. it you don't. You didn't have to do a lot of homework for this one. I feel to get it to to understand. What's I, I, this I, movie. I feel the exact. 
I feel the exact opposite. I think they didn't do enough homework, and that's why you had Celestials walking, looking in from outside the window. No, I mean, you're talking about it from a but comic up, standpoint. <laughs> Fine, whatever. No, I'm talking it about from the movie we just watched, The Eternals no, I, standpoint. I know, I know, I know, but I'm saying, like, you're right. It's like they didn't watch The Eternals. Right. You, but you know what? Taika has admitted on the record that he is a very lazy filmmaker. A lazy filmmaker. He has yeah, said right. so. He is a lazy filmmaker. I need to send you guys the Vanity Fair notes on a scene that he did with Tessa Thompson. And Tessa Thompson is, like, pointing things out in the scene that, like, look bad and, like, look wrong in front of Taika. And Taika's just, like, laughing it off. But it's kind of, like, it's kind of, like, I... I I, I mean, I get it. They're having a good time, but it's kind of, like, embarrassing to see that she's kind of, like, saying, like, you left in this reaction that I did to a totally different scene, and it doesn't make sense in this shot. And he, you know, it's just, like, it's it's kind of insane. Uh, last question. T, did you, uh, did you like the look of Eternity? What, what did you think of that design? Yeah, I did. I just, like, the, the water and the null space kind of thing was just... It know. looked like the I soul didn't, stone. I, didn't, I, didn't, I liked the way he looked. I didn't like like the volume whatever of else was surrounding no, it. Right? Did, I just didn't, didn't it look like it the soul just... stone? Except like the inside of the soul stone. But yeah, the soul get... stone had it was just like more dramatic. That that thing with the water was more dramatic. This was like, but it definitely like had the same out. vibes for 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 right, sure. Right. 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 No, no, I liked how they did eternity. It's just, but he was just window dressing. He was just like a. It should have been, could have been a poster on a kid's wall. Yeah, you know I mean? it was it's just like, cut, it looked like a cutout. Right. But no, but that's he's supposed to be like that. That's right. how it's the, like the that you see his silhouette and then the stars behind them, like you're looking into, into eternity. Eternity. Right. right. So I liked that, but that he didn't move made it less dynamic, uh, and and all of a sudden I'm supposed to take eternity seriously when I wasn't supposed to take all the you know. The other gods seriously you know it reminded me of like a like a color form and that he didn't say anything felt like we didn't engage with him at all that he was just sitting there flat you know what he should have said t to eternity and beyond Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, NotAllPods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks. Ugh. 3.0 edit this into the that was such a terrible joke to end this podcast. Yeah. Dude, it's like midnight and I'm tired and it's I gotta go to work great. tomorrow. <laughs> I know.